Welcome to Rose Radio. I'm your host, Marley Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a side of spiritual woo-woo. I successfully turned my side hustle into a full-time career while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show, I inspire all you little rosebuds to do the same. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Welcome back, you guys, to Rose Radio. I'm so freaking excited for this week's episode. Um, when I recorded with Chels last week, we decided that it might be fun if my boyfriend hopped in and we just got like a male's perspective on, you know, dating advice, girls, and everything. So he hopped in, and I mean, it's his first time being on a podcast. But I think he killed it. Like, he was... I really loved his advice and his insight, as always. I'm obviously biased, but (laughs) I was just so appreciative that he was down to come on and play along with us. It was so much fun. Um, Honestly, just recording with my boyfriend and my best friend, it was just, like, so much fun. And we hang out all the time, so it's just so nice to, you know, get our conversation online. And if you like this type of episode, you know, I loved it. So if you want us to record more, just let me know. Like, send me questions and we can record more. Um, and same with Chelsea and I. Like, all three of us. I think it's fun. Um, so, yeah. Send me questions if um, you like this episode and you want to learn more. And, yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so... We're going to bring in my boyfriend, Max, (laughs) and we thought it would just be really cool to have, like, a male perspective on some questions, because I know when my girlfriends text me, um, I'm, like, I actually ask Max, and, like, one of my best guy friends, too, like, if I was dealing with a guy problem, I would always text him, because I'd be like, okay, wait, what's going on here, because guys just have this way of dealing with things, or thinking about things. simple. Simple. It would blow your mind. So, we're going to come in and ask him a few questions for the pod. And, by the way, I also texted the guy that I'm seeing and asked him a few questions that I can bring up. Okay, yeah, do that but now. he's in we a different wait. time zone right now, so we are... I'm going to answer them um, from text. Okay. Should I answer them now before Max yeah, comes in? Yeah, We'll do that. Okay, so I told him what we were doing. And, by the way, Marley brought this point up. She's like, it's kind of amazing that you can even text him and tell him what you're doing. And him not freak out. And I was like, you're right. I think eight months ago, if I would have told a guy that's that I'm seeing that I'm like recording a dating and relationships podcast, I would have been like, no, he's going to think I'm crazy. Like, we can't do that. Like, delete the episode. But I was like, I feel confident with him that I can talk about this. And if he were to be like, wow, what are you going to talk about? Like, that's crazy. Then I'd be like, no, we probably shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. So that was just another like quick tidbit. Mm-hmm. But I asked him about advice that he would give two girls about guys and both from like a dating perspective and like arguing I wasn't really clear this goes back to being more intentional but I just (laughs) said give me some advice so he said we were talking about arguments and he said whenever there's an argument leave emotions out of it and once the argument is over to not talk about it again that's for both sides um and then he also said Let's see. I said, what advice would you have for girls that are dealing with fuckboys and have trouble setting their standards and we want to hear from a guy's perspective? 
And he said, you need to feel like there's some connection when talking to each other. You just have to have the confidence to also get over it if you misjudge the guy and don't think that everyone that meets up with you is a fuckboy. It helps me to only think about what the person actually said and not what she could mean by it or what she wants to achieve later on or so. Like, just look at what the fact is. Sometimes it also doesn't work out even after the first hookup, but that doesn't mean that the guy is a fuckboy. I was like, that's actually good advice. Wow, that's really good advice. Yeah, like, we tend Nick. to label things just as, like, oh, fuckboy didn't work out. And sometimes it's like, yeah. no, it just wasn't a match. Exactly. That's it. And actually, this is something I did want to bring up as well. I think there is a very big difference about dating different men from different places in the world. Yes. Because, 100%. like, like we've mentioned, like, Chelsea's speaking to a German. I'm, like, dating a German. One of my best friends is dating a German. And, like... The way they they treat women is with so much respect, and, like, they're very level-headed, they're very... They're, like, you describe them as um, a Sour Patch Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I... It makes a lot of sense, and, like, it's, like, maybe some Germans you... And this is obviously generalizing, but some right. Germans you might meet might be, seem a bit cold and, like, off or something, but right. they are the sweetest kind of men, like, I've ever met. Like, I'm obsessed with, like, all my friends... German boys now. Yeah, like, they're the sweetest. They treat everyone so well. But you know what, too, that I would add is, like, the guy I'm seeing, like, could have actually been a fuckboy to other girls. Mm. And Max could have been a not a bad partner, but it's like, he could have actually been a different partner to someone else. But because of the way you have set your standards and expectations, that's why you're getting this version of him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that it's because he's German. Like, there is something to be said about them being German. But I'm like... I just don't think that every German guy is, like, a nice, sweet guy. It's, like, True. Nick could actually be a fuckboy yeah. to other girls. But with me, he wasn't because I didn't let him be. Exactly. Which is what Renee was saying. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, if you would have let Max walk all over you and do all these things, then you wouldn't be saying that. You'd be, like, oh, Germans suck. They're all fuckboys. But because you're, like, no, I have my own standards and this is how my own relationship to go, it turned out that way. Exactly. And you know what? That's so interesting. Okay, so, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say such generalizing things, but I it is, I don't think it's a coincidence that all my girlfriends like I think I just think different cultures actually bring different things to a relationship. Yeah, they do. They look at things differently too. Yeah. Like they look at dating differently. They look at hookups differently. And like, I mean, as it would be expected, or you're from a different culture, so of course yeah. you're gonna look at that stuff differently. Yeah. Okay. So now we have. My boyfriend Max on the episode who I just talked about for like two hours so just keep that in <laughs> and it's kind of funny because when we first met you were like listening to the podcast and now you're on it so we brought a guy on um who happens to be my boyfriend <laughs> to get a men's opinion on some like commonly asked questions from females because it actually blows my mind how simple and easy guys think and we're like that meme where we're like calculating like a math equation (laughs) when something's going on and then they're just like the answer is just like one word yeah so it's like i just want to bring him on just because like i know even when my girlfriends ask me questions i typically just even like ask max i'm like okay wait what should she do about this so we have some questions but we're just probably gonna riff so basically i think a lot of girls want to know like how do you actually know when a guy is, you know, into you? Like, how do you know when they're actually into you or they just, they're either just in it for sex or they're not into you at all? All right. So, 
I can basically just speak for myself, so I cannot speak for all the guys out there, but I would definitely say if if the guy likes if he likes you, he wants to spend time with you, he gives you attention, otherwise it's just um yeah, if if he if he's if he's not replying to your text, if he doesn't want to hang out or anything, that's like it's basic like he doesn't want to spend time don't he's not into you so so like it's not into you. <laughs> but it's like it is as easy as that you know because i think sometimes when girls like if a guy doesn't reply to us or we they are like oh sorry just got home like can we do it like next wednesday a girl's like okay wait so like is he still into me but it's like basically as easy as like he's probably not into you right probably yeah i mean just think about like if, if you would be his best friend he definitely has time for you he's not postponing your meeting to next week so yeah can i I add nick's perspective too because he i asked him the same question yes okay he said um what's funny is like you guys are like i don't even know how to answer because it's so simple that's like what he's saying he's like i don't even know how to answer this he's like I mean, as long as he wants to meet you and he wants to spend time with you, he's clearly into you. When he listens and doesn't just talk about himself and when he's interested in you and your stories. Okay, that's a really good point. And I think that's something, like, when I first met Max, I was like, wow, we actually, like, we hang out all the time. And, like, you'd be asking me to hang out. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, like, when's he going to ask me to hang out? I wasn't, like, worried or, like, it wasn't even, like, a thought on my radar. Where it's just, like, I knew, you basically you basically know they're interested and if they're if you're worried they're probably not interested if you're analyzing it you're trying to analyze it to make up an excuse to hope that they're interested yeah basically what? if he likes you you don't have to analyze anything like you yes. know you know you know yeah which is probably some like harsh truth yes but i think like just seeing it it's it's really more obvious than a lot of people think it's not like it's not a question it's not texting all my friends what does this mean what does this mean it's like it's not like that it's just like very simple and straightforward and uh, yeah if you're questioning it i mean it's probably not it makes sense in the beginning i mean everybody's nervous in the beginning so you're gonna you're gonna have questions because you don't know the other person that well yet so even guys are nervous and talk to their friends but it's just after a while you don't have to like you should not question anymore you know like if you hang out sometimes you should get a feeling of what the other person feels for you and if you still have to question it uh, i think it's not working do you think girls like have the same or like guys have the same reactions as girls like get nervous and like don't know what to say or get like nervous on the first date and like nervous with first kiss or i think definitely thinking you're crazy like if if you ask Max to go to sushi and he's like, no, I don't like sushi. Are you like, oh, did I just piss her off? Like, does she not like me anymore because I don't want to go to sushi? Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. I would say we get nervous, but I think it depends on, like, not knowing what to say is probably also, for me, a sign that's not the right person. You know, when, when you meet the right person, it just comes out of you, kind of, the words come out of you. You, like uh, the conversation just keeps rolling because both just enjoy talking to each other so if you don't know what to say it's probably uh, not not the right pa- like not the lifetime the partner for the, for a lifetime 
What about like if you're nervous at the beigining though? Because I remember like being Everybody's nervous. No- with everyone you. is nervous. Yeah. I no. was fucking nervous. I was so nervous. <laughs> I, was I remember nervous yesterday and on the FaceTime call, and I was like, "We've already talked and like a million times." But yeah. not not in this setup. Like, it was like a new setup. It's a you. new setup. Yeah, it was yeah. a new experience. So, so you're nervous. I yeah. Think everybody's nervous when something's new. What do you do like if you're nervous in a first date? Like, what do guys do? Like, I sweat. You sweat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think like your friends do? Like, would they be like outwardly nervous? Do they do like guy rituals? Because I feel like girls like call each other and like like what do text you? Go- you we yeah. text our girlfriends in the middle of dates. We're like, yeah, okay, here's an update. Yeah, do guys do that. Hmm. <laughs> no, probably. like in, not in the middle of the date. Probably just like before, maybe to- talking to your best friend. Like, hey, going on a date, kind of nervous, and then. What d- What would your friends say? Yeah, just, just relax like if she's cool it's gonna be fine it's like <laughs> see you so heard simple. it here first people <laughs> okay what are some other questions we can ask max about craziness and love languages okay yeah okay so did you know about you knew about love languages before we met no really no so you told me about it okay so i'm actually really happy we brought this up because I think the three of us can all agree, like, love language is something that you should, I wouldn't say 100% recommend. It's, like, a requirement that you do it with your partner because they can be showing you love in the way that they give love, but if you don't receive love in that way, then you can think they just hate you or, like, <laughs> that they like they don't care about you. So, for example, um, one of my, I, I know someone that his love language is acts of service. So you can look up the love language quiz. We can drop it in the um, in the comments below. Um, so you can do it, and you can do it with a partner as well. And I recommend that you both do it. And his love language was, you know, doing things, making dinner, um, cleaning the house, bringing home wine, whatever. But her love language was words of affirmation. So when he would come home and make dinner for her and just be like i have dinner ready and she's like why aren't you telling me i'm beautiful like mm. you waiting for that like that words of affirmation and it never worked with them because i mean they didn't and it wasn't until after i think that he did the quiz and looked back and was like holy shit like she didn't even know that like mm-hmm. i liked her because th- that's not how i received love and being honest like when me and max first met like max's love language is quality time and it's like if you do the quiz there's a percentage breakdown and max is like 99.99 percent quality time but my love language is words of affirmation and so i think that was something we had to navigate to be like just to be honest with him be like max like we spend so much time together but like in order to feel like fully like seen and heard and loved like i do need you to like say how you feel to me and like was that hard for you okay to be honest before i knew about love languages i I was always kind of confused how to um either what i did wrong or other people did wrong because i always thought okay just spending time with a person that's my way of like quality time that's my way of showing and receiving love yeah so I, I, i was always okay if i spend time with a girl she must know that I like her because that's how I show it. But now knowing that there are other love languages out there, like it completely makes sense and takes away a lot of confusion. So me and Chelsea are laughing because it's like it's so 
Like, cause, um, once you know it, it's easy. Yeah. Once, yeah. You, once, once yeah. somebody told you what you have to do, it's so, it's so easy. I mean, as a guy, you know, as, for me, I just want to spend time with somebody. Not, I don't, I, I didn't think I need to tell anybody how much I'm into the person or how much I love Marley in this case. But it, it, it is quite simple. So, like, not just spending time with her, but just telling her that I love her or like something else. <laughs> And I remember in the beginning, and I remember having this conversation, you'd be like, like, I'm spending every day with you, like, don't you know how I care about you? And I'm like, no, because you've never told me, you know? I'm laughing because we're the same. Yeah. His is quality time and mine's words is affirmation. Yeah. And everything he was doing was quality time, like, spending all his time with me, <laughs> like, anything he was doing, he, he's abroad now, and he, like, called me in the middle of a party, like, FaceTime me for two hours, but because he hasn't, like, given me an affirmation, I'm like... Is he is he actually into me? Yeah, Chelsea's like no, wondering. She's like, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> he's like, he, but guys see it in such a literal, like linear way. Yes. Whereas I think as women, we for some reason look into things so much deeper and find a deeper meaning for things that don't need to be that way. But I mean, there's different love languages, so I think mm-hmm. there's five. So there's words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch gifts and is it acts of service yeah so definitely do the quiz because if you're in a partnership and you don't feel like it's fully aligned in that way like i think it really obviously deepens the connection and like for example max's love language isn't words of affirmation but we're in a partnership and like so he wants to make me happy it's not like pulling teeth for him to tell me like that he loves or like how he cares about me verbally it's not like the worst thing ever or is it ever? <laughs> no, it's, it's not the worst thing ever it's just it makes my life way easier exactly because he, we're in a partnership so he wants to make me happy and like i think when you have that conversation open that conversation i think guys just really just need that like direction guidance. of like yeah guidance i think you need the guidance too i think yeah <laughs> not just, not just guys, no 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 sorry of course <laughs> so like wait this is a good example so the other day like since max is his quality time um, we were going for this hike the other day and bef- like on our way there, I was like on the phone with work and upset Max because his love language is quality time. But for me, I like wouldn't understand. It didn't like resonate. It didn't click of like, like we're spending quality time together and I'm on the phone. So that upset Max. And like, it's like knowing that that, like if I didn't know his thing was quality time, I'd be, like I'm just on the phone, like just give me one second you know what I mean but it's like I know your love language is quality time which rings true as like for me as it is words of affirmation so like I could deal with it and like I know how much that would like affect you so it's like little things little tweaks you can make as you go along to just know someone deeper and build that connection more and going back to how you give and receive like like I'm sure when you I don't know if this happened with you guys but like I know this has happened with multiple partners because I am words of affirmation, I try to give it that way and it's not received that way and then I'll get upset. Like if I like text someone this super nice long thing and they're like, Oh, thanks, that's nice. I'm like, What? Yeah. Like you're not overjoyed to see this because <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I would be overjoyed like crying reading these words. Yeah. But for them they're like, That's not my love language. So it's like they're not taking it as seriously or like it's not as I would take it personal and be like, Wow, I guess they don't like me and it's like, No, that's just actually not their love language because that's not the way they receive it. So you have to know what yours is so that you can tell your partner, but you have to also be willing to give their them theirs. And okay. they're not going to receive yours the same way. I think I'm really lucky because quality time is, like, the easiest one. 
I just have to <laughs> hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't have time, it's. I I think all are the same. I would say you know, just I mean, telling you what I feel is quite easy. Giving somebody, making somebody like a present or like an act of service can also be easy. I guess. Yeah. True. I guess if you care about that person, anything's easy. Yeah. I mean, long distance and quality time is quite difficult, I guess. Mm, I used to be long distance and his was quality time, and it was in the form of, like, FaceTime. But same thing, like, if I was FaceTiming, but then, like, doing other shit while I was FaceTiming, he would be like, this is our time together. Like, can you, like, tune in, not be, like, working and cooking and watching TV? Like, I want one-on-one undivided attention. So, yeah, if you're long distance, quality time probably has to be, like, a very tuned-in FaceTime. Okay, and then we were going to ask a question about being crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, because I heard this on a podcast, and it, like, really clicked for me, where a guy was saying how girls have given each other this label of, like, don't text him, that's crazy. Like, no, you can't tell him how you feel, that's crazy. You can't you can't ask for that, that's crazy. And he's like, girls gave each other that label. Like, guys don't really use that. We started using it because girls started calling themselves that. And so I was wondering, like, when what would a girl actually do that's crazy? So I asked the guy that I'm seeing... And he said, well, there's a good crazy and bad crazy. Bad crazy is when there's a problem with every little thing that she could, that could happen and she misinterprets everything and also when she's way too jealous. Good crazy is when she does things that surprise you in a good way or when she's crazy on the dance floor, when she has crazy ideas for activities and does, or does something that you wouldn't expect. I really like that answer. Yeah. yeah that was like actually a good answer. That's a really good answer. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. I would say like this, definitely a good... Like, the good crazy, I would not call it crazy. Crazy sounds a little... I think it's bad. spontaneous. Yeah, probably. I mean, the bad crazy is, like, if you don't text back, she's shaving her head like Britney Spears. <laughs> you know, that's, like, the bad what crazy. <laughs> if they don't text back, she shave her head like Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, bad crazy. But, yeah, he, I think Nick is right with good crazy. It's just... But it's not crazy if she has good ideas and, like... Yeah. It's just... So, but would that be, like, a typical thing that would come up with, like, you and the boys of, like... Oh, she's I would crazy. say I, I would say exciting. You know what I mean? Like mm. she's, she's not she's not crazy, but she's exciting. Like I I I know what you you're adventurous, so that's not crazy. You just like to do cool stuff, and I, it happens that I also do like to do that stuff. I mean, other pe- people prefer doing other things together. So, what would be an example? Of what Marley said: if you were with all your guys and like, dude, or when they say like this girl's crazy, like she's fucking crazy. What's an example? Oh, what's an example? I think it probably goes back to, like, the jealousy thing. Like, she's calling you 20 times in a row because she thinks you're, like, cheating on her. Or, like, yeah. she's, like, accusing you of things that aren't true. because, And that's, like, it all stems, I think, from jealousy and insecurity. Yeah, like, all those negative attributes is, like, if she's too jealous, if she's, like... Okay, for my friends, if if their girlfriends would call them, like, 10 times a night when we're out, like, just asking what, what he's up to and, like... It's like that's too much, but that's the same for guys. You you don't want that for guys either. So it's just bad habits, insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. So you don't think it's let's? This is a better question then, because I think what we're trying to get at is like girls are allowed to set their own standards. So if a girl was like, hey, if Marley was like, when you guys met Max, I would like you to take me to sushi tomorrow. You wouldn't be like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, you would like her and be like, oh, yeah, let's do sushi. That's, I mean, that's a normal thing. If she, 
I mean, if she would be like, hey, let's jump from the bridge on our first date, that mo- might be a little crazy for me, but, you know, other people would enjoy that and other people wouldn't, so. But, like, girls are scared to ask for what they want, right? But why? Who, who's telling you that? It's, it's like, wh- okay, I, my question for you is actually, why do you ask other girls what to text a guy? Like, how does a, is a girl supposed to know what a guy wants to hear? <laughs> why don't you just ask, like, I mean, why don't you just ask a guy, like, is you know what I mean? Like, okay, well, that's actually why we have you here. Yeah. I think, I mean, I luckily don't do. Don't ask other girls if you're crazy. Like, let the guys <laughs> decide if you're crazy or not. This. I think that's good advice, actually. Mm. Like, I do have a really close guy friend. And, like, when it would come to, like, asking questions about guys, I would always ask him. Because he's, and that's where I knew, I'm like, whoa, guys really, like, have this most, like, he'd be like. Simple. Well, simple. A plus B equals C. Yeah. Simple. Not like, oh, this was a sign, and if you yeah. took two hours, you meant this. But if you took three hours, you meant this. If you had an extra exclamation, <laughs> it meant this. It's like, no. Like, it is what it is. Very, like, black and white, I feel like, with guys. It is. It really is. And I don't think it's... it. It's not confusing, actually, at all. No, we just make it confusing. I, I don't think we are. I mean, there are different... Probably guys out there who overthink a lot, but... Yeah. I mean, it's hard to generalize because I was like, yeah. before, earlier I was generalizing about Germans. I'm like, they're the best. But it's like, <laughs> we happen to meet three amazing Germans. And I think amazing guys because we showed up. Showed up. If you ask people 70 years ago, they would not say Germans <laughs> are the best. <laughs> but we were talking about, like, don't you think, like, Marley set a standard for herself that you were like, I'm happy to meet you at that standard and, like, agree to this. It's like almost like a contract. Like I'm agreeing to your terms and you're agreeing to my terms. Let's sign the contract. Yeah, I mean she knew what she wanted in a guy, and I'm kind of lucky to be that guy right now. And she's what I'm looking for in a girl. So that it's like what you're saying. It's a contract. You meet. Yeah, like you like each other's standards. terms yeah. and you agreed. You weren't like whoa, like asking too much here. You know what I mean? It's like no, I'm happy to meet you there because that's what you want out of a partnership. Yeah, and when you raise your vibrations, like, in your self-worth and everything, the person that meets you there happens to also have the same self-worth. Yes. So when you meet each other, again, it goes back to, like, we actually talked a lot about this when we first started dating. It was, like, we really want to be with someone who has a full cup. And I've mentioned this a bunch of times, but I think it's so important because you're coming at the relationship and two plus two or one plus one equals three. It's not like, you know... I'm relying on Max for certain things. Like, obviously, I love him dearly, and, like, we do... He does add to my life, and I rely on him for certain things. But it's not, like, deep insecurities that he's fulfilling for me, which would cause, like, an imbalance in the relationship, I think. And I'll, I can mm. give an example that, so people would understand. In my last relationship, I was making way more money than my ex. I was traveling more, but I was, like, having such a happy life, and he took that as you're showing off, you're trying to throw things in my face, you think you're better than everybody... And I was like, that's crazy. Like, I, if I had met someone that was on my level and, like, on the same page, we would have been doing those things together. Yeah. But because there was this, like you said, he was not a full cup and I was, that it's like I almost started emptying my cup to match him mm, because I was yeah. like, I have to stop doing these things because he thinks that I need to be, like, misery loves company. Like, I need to join him down at the bottom. And that's when you know it's not a good relationship because now, going back to the very beginning, now you're changing everything about yourself to meet the other person instead of, like, no, we're both whole and complete and we're just adding instead of both, like, depleting each other of our qualities. That's a really good point. And, like, I actually have a question. So, like, if there's a girl out there who, you know, she might be listening to this and be like, you know what, I think I am making myself too available. Maybe I am too desperate. 
like how what advice would you give to her to you know like really call in a guy who's gonna respect her and like really want to like respect her and follow her and court her and how what are attributes that she could start channeling that would that are really attractive to guys that maybe things that she could do just to like you know help her raise her self-worth and know that she's loved and know that she's deserving like what are things that guys and it doesn't even have to be for guys just for her sake yeah okay i don't know if that's doable for everybody i think everybody should start loving themselves and have like some self-worth because if you're fine by yourself like nothing can actually happen you can still go out to a bar and go back alone like home alone and you're still fine and you're not crying because you you didn't get find anybody that night and if pe- people i don't know how like we talked about that but pe- somehow you can see if somebody is desperate and you can see if somebody is not desperate and the person who's not desperate definitely is more attractive than the desperate person so it's just like everything that's inside of you comes out like and people see that so if if you're desperate and you don't love yourself yeah that's the thing so probably before you start looking for somebody else to make your life better maybe make your make your life better like by yourself kind of that's really good advice Mm -hmm. and you know what like just as like an expander and like as proof like when i went went out the night i met max i was not looking for anyone when chelsea went out the the night that she met the guy that she was looking for she wasn't looking for anyone and i know when you were going out it's not like you were looking for someone at the bar the thing is when you're looking for somebody you already show like you have that desperate energy because you you kind of need somebody else to make your night great if you're just going out with your friends having fun your friends are always there you're always there fun is gonna happen at some point so you don't need anything else so that's it mm-hmm. i feel yeah. most you, you meet the best people probably if you don't expect it yeah low expectations yeah. yeah for the night always are the best nights and i'm just thinking about desperate energy too it's like flipping it around if the guy was super desperate and you were the girl how unattractive would that be like if he's like what are you doing where are you let's hang out let's do this i'm at your door let's do it you'd be like can you like relax and i also think you don't want to be anybody's savior and create a dependent relationship like yeah. i don't want to be with someone that's like wow you my life sucked before you and now you're like the light of my life and uh, because now i have a lot of pressure on me to be like holy shit i always have to be this person's like savior instead of like oh no he's complete if something happened we would be fine instead of oh my god i have all this pressure to like keep up this like yeah big grand image that he has of me you know that actually brought up something for me and this is like i don't even know if i've told you this but before i met max and like i think it was like in december i called my coach at the time and i was like this is when i started my journey of like i'm ready to meet this person like what do i need to do and i remember saying to her i'm like i just really want to find home in someone because i'm like i don't have a home like I don't like in Canada I don't fully feel at home there I don't fully feel at home in Australia so I was like looking for that in a person and she's like Marley you can't like you can't expect someone to be home for you like you can't ask that of someone um you can't just like like that's that's like not the way to go about it because you can't just expect someone to be home for you it's too much pressure for them and she's like you just need to make home in yourself and I was like mic drop and then that's when I think I really started doing the work that's when all everything came out when I was like okay yeah I need to do the work and like 
that's when I, I mentioned it earlier, but I was just, like, falling in love with myself and loving myself and, like, being so happy where I was in my life that when I met Max, it was, like, Max just added. It wasn't, like, like, we came together and we're, like, better for each other. It wasn't, like, that's... Max became your like, you, world. You, you yeah. did not need me and I... Sounds mean, but I did not need you. Just We just added up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's why it, it worked because there's no, like, <laughs> like pulling taking tit for tat all this like chasing it was just like we're together actually because we want to be not because it's like filling some sort of void or self-worth or insecurity yeah i mean it sounds like we're completely perfect yeah no we, i we did mention <laughs> <laughs> i guess we are not it's it's a process yeah i think we're still learning like even though i said like even though we're in a relationship now it's like there's still things that come up all the time i'm not i'm not fully woke things still trigger me all the time but I think because we're on this, we're in that we're a teammate, so it's like we work through the, these things together. If we would be already perfect, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you always work through that. Like my parents have been married for thirty years, but my mom's like, there's stuff now that you wouldn't even think about would be an argument that become arguments, like yeah, that you just don't plan for when you're young and in relationships. But she's like, it's like the same as we talk about with business and money. It's like new levels new devils like you guys are gonna get past something and then something else is gonna come up and then you're gonna get past something but the goal like you said you have the same goals you're working towards the same vision so you're happy to resolve it you're not trying to you're not letting your egos get in the way being like i'm gonna be right for the sake of being right it's like no i want to actually just resolve it so i don't really care who's right or wrong i just want to move forward exactly okay so what other questions do you think girls would have for like guys that like come up all the time Hmm. i'm trying to think of like i'm trying to think of like eight month ago chelsea like, what would I have wanted to know? Is there anything else you asked Nick? About, like, just... Um, we're kind of asking about, like, fuckboys and, like, how to set standards. I think that's just a big thing that I want to, like, clear is that just as much as you're... The, you think the guy's evaluating you, like, you should be evaluating the guy as well and, like, not as scared to set that standard. I'm trying to think of what I would ask a guy. Maybe, like, why do some guys ghost? I think that's probably a big thing that a lot of girls have. Questions? Okay, I think I'm... I think I don't know the answer here because... Um, I don't know if my friends ghost. I, that's, I haven't talked to my friends about that. and Maybe Germans don't ghost. No, they probably... They, they definitely do. I just... Wait. Do I have friends who ghost? <laughs> I've heard, no. I heard one guy say on a podcast because look at ghosting as like the guy is dumping himself for you. So instead of taking oh. it so personally, it's like he just dumps him, himself for you. And that like really helped. I was like, oh, I'm not going to take it so personally anymore. Like he was actually a coward. Yeah. And thank you for dumping yourself so that I didn't have to like do it. Exactly. Like, oh, that's a nice way to look at it. Do you think like the guys that you hang out with have an effect on like your relationship? definitely like your fr- like guy- your friends definitely influence you if you hang around with people like who don't respect women you're also not gonna respect women it's like y- you know what like when, when, you, when you have like a bunch of friends who are just like treating other girls like like shit it's hard for you to like not do the same you it, it's like kind of like peer pressure mm-hmm. you you act like your friends around you, I guess. I so mean, 
didn't didn't you and Nick have that kind of like he was here with his friends, right? Mm-hmm. And didn't they also put like a little pressure on him, like when he was spending time with you? Yeah, in the beginning. But he got out. He got out of it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. There's probably a point where you're like, I'm not gonna let my friends influence me, which yeah. is what happened with him, where he's like, I don't care what they say. Like I'm gonna work this out with you. Which is also how you know guys into you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wonder if he's into me. I was like, <laughs> he's actually talking to his own brother and friend, being like, I'm not gonna let you like talk shit about our relationship. Where there's other guys, like I know family members who have done this, where their their friends have influenced them so much that they have ended relationships because they're like, you're right, we gotta be out and single and hook up with people and do our own thing. And then my it was my brother, and then he realized he's like, why would I do that? Like I love my girlfriend. Yeah. Like why did I break up with her? But it's because he was hanging out with so many guys that were like out partying, going out, hooking up. That's like yeah, you do kind of become them. Like if you're the only person in the group with a serious girlfriend, it's hard to like. You can lose your them. friends if you mm-hmm. if you don't do the same things they do. Like, I mean, probably for you guys is like when you're, like, let's say you have like three f- best friends and they all get like pregnant and have babies. You're kind of out. Like, you can, yeah. you can, you don't have anything to talk with them about when they just want to talk about babies. Right. And you're, like, doing your own business. It's, like, the same thing, kind of. Yeah. We've even experienced that where people have said things of, like, oh, you're hanging out with your boyfriend all the time now, or this is, like, didn't know you were, like, gonna... It's, like, yeah, because I have a new, like, life. Yeah, that's the easiest thing probably to say. Single and relationship. Being single and in a relationship is always the first thing that's kind of splitting friendships. So if you meet a guy and, and you meet their friends and they're all like cheating on their girlfriend, like just like out till six a.m. Yes, talking smack about girls, like kind of like womanizers. Is that a red flag? Uh, it's hard to say. Like in in Chelsea's case, yeah, mine was Nick turned towards like, her and like not towards his friends. So yeah, I would not say it's a red flag. I mean you. I mean the thing is, you can often you can say how a person is with the people they surround themselves with mm-hmm. so if you if your best friends like if he's saying like okay they're my best friends for the last 20 years and they're all as a bunch of assholes you can you can kind of tell maybe mm-hmm. what's what's going on you know like i mean th- same for you like if you're around mean girls the whole time and i don't know what they do but <laughs> you kind of have to like that that character yeah. in order like to be their friends. Like, we don't hang out with girls. You're talking about this, the language you use. Like, yeah. we're not, we now don't hang out with girls that are talking about, like, broke and every guy's a fuckboy and an asshole yeah. and everyone's out to get them. It's like, we don't hang out with people like that so we don't act like that. Because we don't want that in our lives. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. So, what do you think guys find, like, most attractive in girls? Well, that's... Okay, most attractive. It can be a few things. <laughs> okay, we're just going by like characteristics. Not, 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 not by. We're not, yeah, not talking about tits. looks. <laughs> we're, okay, <laughs> we're not talking about looks. Okay. Um, I think you more. Okay. If I mean, it'll be diff- different for every guy, but like di- from, generally. Okay, I, okay, maybe I just talk for myself then. Okay, you more like if if she can take a joke, but also make jokes I think that's that's a big thing and then I like independence because like what Chelsea said otherwise it's, it can be a lot of pressure if you have to 
um, make their make make her life better. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's like in independent, do- doesn't mean she doesn't want you or like she doesn't love you. Just saying, she can she can take care of herself. But like she's a full cup. What you said. Yeah. I like that. Um, adventurous is a good thing for me. I mean, depends on on your own interest. So I'm ad- adventurous. So I want somebody who's also adventurous. If you're creative or like into music and you find another person who's also enjoying the same music you do that's probably the thing yeah so i like talkative actually mm-hmm. but also i think that comes with same interest so if you don't share the same interest there's nothing you can talk about and then the other person doesn't seem talkative right but if you share the same like having a good conversation is, is key i find goes back to quality time yeah probably yeah. and words of affirmation mm. you like that no, I'm saying. Oh, oh, it goes back. <laughs> like groundbreaking news on the podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I just like a kind soul, you know, like not not. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> that's that's what 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 I like. Just nice people, you know, like not not being mean to anybody else on on purpose and stuff. It's just yeah. Not bitchy. Yeah, not like you know, right, not bitchy or like respectful, but still having like enough self love, not not to let other other people like not gossiping. Like you don't. I yeah. never talk to you where you're like constantly talking shit about people. Like that would be really unattractive. That's, that's yeah. like negative. Yeah, just I don't want negative talk around. Mm-hmm. Or if you were just like, ew, that girl's so ugly. Like, oh, look at that guy's shorts. Ew, that girl's disgusting. That would be like very unattractive yeah just as it would be for a guy to say well i think it just shows your insecurity yeah and then guys pick up on that i guess i just want independent and strong person you know just step up for yourself and then also be nice to other people and i think it goes to say something like you know when you go when you're dating someone and you go to a party and there's like like a barnacle they can't like go mingle or like like babysit babysit them i think it's really attractive quality when like your partner or whoever it is can like go and have like their own conversations and like you don't have to be like babysitting them the whole time if you're at like a party yeah yeah, definitely i don't know why i just said that (laughs) that's true though (laughs) i think it just goes off independence i feel like i feel like guys really like that yeah i mean let's not generalize it yeah (laughs) so hard not to i know yeah i guess a lot of guys would agree on that Okay, yeah. I mean, maybe some some guys out there are looking for girls with daddy issues and they they need help, but that's, that's probably thing, more like taking that's more like taking advantage yeah. of her. But yeah, I would say if you're serious about a girl, you want like a strong partner. Or if we were right now, if we were all very insecure people, like yeah, an insecure guy would love to have a girl that's like clinging to him. Yeah, because that would boost his ego. So he, that would be a different conversation. It's like trauma bonding. Yeah. Um, that's something that I also learned about when I was doing this whole soul searching thing. Like trauma bonding is a thing. It means like when you meet someone and you have a similar trauma, your traumas connect to each other and feed off each other. And that's your connection. It's like you have this bond together over trauma, which isn't necessarily healthy. Right. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for coming on, Max. Should we wrap this up? Let's wrap this up. I asked. Nick, what his final answer was for what do 
girls what do you guys find most attractive in girls and he hasn't answered okay so if he does we'll keep in the we'll put in the comments we'll keep you guys posted yeah <laughs> well thanks so much for tuning in we did leave you with a movie series documentary <laughs> next netflix episode <laughs> i wish we had a video going because we're in quite <laughs> the podcast studio right now um thanks so much for tuning in you guys and we hope this brought you value and helped you in any way please share with anyone if they're dating the same guy or the same things keep happening to them and hopefully this episode will help them you know expand their mindset and hopefully can bring in that partner that's everything on their list Charles, do you have any last words no i think this is super helpful and i think um just remember that like timelines and love like there's no set rules like we said like you met max two weeks later after you set your thing i met the person i like a week later after i hooked up with someone that i hated yeah so like it doesn't have to be this long drawn out years long thing and changing your beliefs like will change your whole perspective on dating Mm. max what are your last words I don't have anything else to add. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Wait, quickly added, we just hit pause, and Nick responded. He thinks confidence is the most attractive thing in a girl, and he's continuing to type. Okay, wait. Please hold. (laughs) One more thing. Okay, wait. Just one more thing. He said confidence. Wait, Charles, take it away. I asked him, what do you guys find most attractive in girls? And he said, confidence probably, but not like girls who think they're always right. I mean, confidence to be able to apologize and confidence to not take everything personal. It's hard to describe. Okay, that is our last point. (laughs) There you have it. We hope that helped, guys. Okay, how cute is he? (laughs) Thanks so much, you guys, for listening to that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, like I said, I just had so much fun recording with those two i could have talked for hours i mean we did talk for hours but i just thought it was so much fun and you know it's really interesting hearing a guy's perspective because i just remember asking my best friend and he would always give me the best advice because really it comes down it's so simple (laughs) how a male thinks and we complicate it and we overthink it and we question it but it's really just like the most simple basic answer and they're usually thinking something way less elaborate than we are so I hope this helped you, helped you in any way or provided you advice or answered any questions you might have. And yeah, I just had so much fun. So thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. And I would love it so much if you have the time to leave me a review and subscribe if you want to hear more juicy, juicy episodes and talking about love, manifestation, goal setting, and just living your best life. So thanks so much for tuning in, you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!